Tin Can Alley. The bright green sign at the entrance to Brighton Palace Pier declared, Three throws for two pounds. Try your luck. The delighted shrieks of children playing on the sand below, and the sweet smell of fried dough, spun sugar and salty sea air made the declaration seem like a promise. Today is your lucky day. Giant, multicoloured soft toys lined the top of the stall, framing the girl with the dark dreadlocks who was restacking shiny tins with a practised flick of the hand. She wore light denim daisy dukes and a red vest top, emblazoned with the moniker Ginny in swirly lettering. Ginny's skin was tanned and smelled of coconut. Come on, lads, how about a free practice shot? she called, directing the full beam of her charm onto a group of three teenage boys. Polo shirts buttoned up to the top, knee-length rolled-up shorts, hair slick with gel. The lads stepped up to the challenge. What do I want with a giant teddy bear? The first lad asked in a thick South London accent. The girl leaned forwards onto her arms, the swell of her breasts exaggerated by the movement. You could give it to your girlfriend, she suggested, the grin still dancing on her lips. She blew the gum in her mouth into a pink bubble, then let it pop. I ain't got a girlfriend. Boyfriend, then? She said, quick as you like. She had replaced her usual soft tones for a cheekier, carry-on style of banter, and the other two boys laughed. I ain't got one of those, neither, he grumbled, his cheeks colouring. Good-looking bloke like you must be beating them away. She knew the patter and the boys knew it too. It was a sweltering summer afternoon at the coast, and this was what they were here for, what they were all here for, the dozens of tourists milling around on the pier with their candy floss and ice creams, the authentic British seaside experience. They had money to burn, every one of them. She'd take thirty quid off this group alone, easy. She might even let the quiet one on the end win something. You gonna have a go then? I'll give you a practice go for free. The boys looked at his friends, who nodded and shoved him forwards encouragingly. Another couple of tourists stopped to watch. She would definitely let one of them win now. She handed him three beanbags, one yellow, one red and one blue, stood back and gestured to the cans. Go for it, tiger. He stretched out his shoulder as though limbering up for the Olympics. Then he pulled his arm back and hurled the first beanbag at the tins. He didn't need the other two bags. The tins clattered to the ground with a satisfying crash, and the watching crowd whooped. Ginny jumped up and down, cheering and clapping. Woohoo! she said, restacking. You made that look easy. Told you it weren't hard, if you've got the skill. As the boy handed over his money for another go, she noticed a young woman with dark blonde hair join the crowd at the end of the stall, head down, eyes glued to her phone, but there was no doubt she was watching. Twelve months the woman had been away. Why was she here? The lad hurled the beanbags again, as straight and true as the first time, but on this try only the top three tins crashed to the ground. 
the crowd groaned as the second bag shifted the remaining three cans along the shelf, but none of them fell. Before the lad could take his final swing, the woman with the dark blonde hair looked up from her phone, took the lad's arm and whispered something in his ear. The girl behind the stall gritted her teeth. What did she say to you? she demanded, her cheerful carry-on lilt dropping away. The boy frowned. Here, swap those tins with the ones on the floor, he said, pointing at the three left on the shelf. The girl shook her head. That's not the game. Why don't you just take your last shot? You'll probably get them with this one. She'd lost and she knew it. The boy shook his head. Swap them or I'll tell this lot what she said. Maybe I'll tell the police too. <laughs>